This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash yanks. Today is February 13th, and we are talking about the Yankees spring training is happening. The Astros had a press conference. I don't have Jake with me. I've got Keith with me, and we've got a bunch of voicemails to answer. Let's do it. Let's talk Yanks. Keith. Recaps galore, the weekly awards, stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Can they Talking hear? Yanks with it's old John Boy. John Boy, Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy, Jake. Perfect timing. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talking Yanks. My name's John Boy, and I'm coming to you from the studios, the studio in the Bronx at John Boy headquarters, and I have special guest Keith McPherson with me, sub- yeah. subbing in for Jake today as uh, Jake spends some time on the mountains with his gal before uh, Valentine's Day. And I don't know if you're watching on YouTube or you're just listening. If you're just listening, nothing is different. If you're watching on YouTube or live on Patreon, we got a three-camera broadcast set up, and it is this is our test episode. Lovely Caitlin is uh, producing, which I just basically introduced her to, like, what everything is. So <laughs> we'll see how it goes. First Keith, time on the job. Yeah. And Keith's with me. Keith's with me every day in the office these days. It is me, Keith, and Katie. Every day, Katie is the office manager. Keith is running all of our socials and obviously does a lot of Yankees content, talks on talking nets. He's mm-hmm. been on Pinstripe Strong with Joe's for a while, runs all our Twitters and everything. Keith, what's up? Yeah, what's up, man? I am uh, pumped. This is a like reversal for me. Usually, I'm listening to Talking Yanks. Now I'm on Talking Yanks, and I'm like, yeah, hashtag Jake Rocks. I'm starting that up. Oh, changing it up. It's been 10 years in the making with Jake Sucks. So you got a ways to go. I can't sit in Jake's seat and say Jake Sucks, so hashtag Jake Rocks. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I mean, can you hear that plane flying in the background? Should I shut the window? It gets too hot. It gets too hot. I think we're all right. If, if they hear the planes, it's authentic. We are in the Bronx. We're not too far from LaGuardia. Planes fly. Yeah, it's not every day. It's like random, random-ass days. But... The airport is open every day. I know, but they don't fly over this. Monday is the big day. Yeah, Monday's the big day, and there's certain days they fly over, and certain days they don't. It's very odd. I feel like we just don't catch them. I feel like they're flying. I think it's every some. Day. I think it's some city ordinance where like they fly over this part of the Bronx Monday, Wednesday, this Thursday, no fly Friday, zone. and then they fly over this way, so like people can't complain that it's every day over you there. You got to put the request in that when you're recording, it's a no fly zone. You ever flown out of Orange County Airport? No. All the rich folks there don't like the airplane noise. So when you take off out of Orange County Airport, you go straight up like a fucking magnetic roller coaster. You know how it just goes scary, up, and then they cut the engines and you just float. Terrifying. Because everyone in Orange County needs to sleep peacefully. 
The more you know. <laughs> it's, it's scary. It's like, what the hell is this? Uh, not fun. Also not fun, the Astros had their big press conference today, and we got a TV up and running in the office, just MLB Network on all day. I was telling you, like, I don't, I never, I never lived with MLB Network on. You said you did. I love MLB Network, especially for stuff like that. I loved it. It's a lot of opinions that I'd never, like, I know Harry Reynolds and Vesturgeon. Vesturgen. Matt Vesturgeon, uh, Brian Kenny crushes it on MLB now, and then obviously Chris Rose and uh, uh, Kevin Millar on um, Intentional Talk. Yeah, I liked the way they. I like the way they went about all their shows and stuff, so I'm loving just listening to it. But the big news was the Astros finally had their press conference. And the first half, I'll give them credit, the second half was okay. The first half was shitty. And a Yankees connection, the worst answer of the press conference came when they asked about the Yankees. Like, you beat the Yankees two years. You beat up the Yankees in 2017. Uh, do you feel bad or is that and it doesn't count? Or something like that. That's when the owner, Jim Crane, gave the answer basically saying in our opinion this wasn't what was the term he used it didn't it didn't help this guy basically said in in our opinion like we won the world series and we can't say for sure that like this would have affected that uh it just starts to show you like their true colors when he went off script he basically kept saying like we won the world series and almost in a way to say like you can't take that from us yeah I, i have it here and this let's see if we can hear it you know, our opinion is, um, you know, that this didn't impact the game. Um, we had a good team. Um, we won the World Series, and we'll leave it at that. This didn't impact the game. That's what I was It hearing. didn't impact the Super the, Bowl. It the, didn't <laughs> impact the Super Bowl at all. The next question, they were like, how can you say it didn't impact the game? And he goes, I didn't say it didn't impact the game. Yeah, that's <laughs> – you can't backtrack immediately. No. Like, you can't say something like that and then try and take it. Like, we all heard you, and that is the quote of the day. That's the quote that is attached to his face. That's the quote that everyone is running with to say, eh, we were looking for that, and you failed. Wrong answer. Shouldn't have said that. Hey, it is what it is. The Astros are terrible at this. Crisis Real management – PR? Their PR guy walks Is through there a no bush. One? <laughs> <laughs> and then Harry Reynolds goes, that's Bush League. It's I was too laughing easy. at it's too easy. And the other guys are, oh, taking shortcuts instead of taking the real path. Like, it's the PR guy. Too I was easy. laughing was at every funny. little thing from the broad, like the PR guy walking through the bushes, and then that cued you up for the Bush League joke. And then Bregman goes up there to try and do his little thing, and his, his paper flies away, and then the PR guy's got to try and put it back. I'm like, these guys can't do anything right. And it just shows it's consistent. The Astros organization is the worst organization in sports all time. Damn. I don't know. The Browns are still pretty bad. Well, we're not talking about (laughs) (laughs) their record because, you know, their record gets flashed. They had the best record in baseball the last three years. Coincidence. I think think the facade of, like, the smart tech savvy redoing the game is definitely completely gone. Yeah. Not even, like, obviously they were cheating, so it's gone from there. But even, like, the way Jim Crane addressed the media and the players just losing all that swag immediately, yeah. I do think, like, it's kind of see-through now, the whole thing. For sure. It's, uh, we've, we're now seeing behind the curtain. It's like there's nowhere for them to hide. There's no more pretending. And we get to see, like I said, their true colors coming out, and they're still a little bit smug about it. Uh, Altuve didn't really do enough for me outside his – apology outside wasn't an apology he basically was like apologizing to their fans and saying they're ready to move on they're ready to play baseball but that's not the apology we remorse were looking for. was a huge word for them 
But that's all coaching because yesterday when they opened up spring training, they roped off the place and they, I'm sure, sat down for hours. They had a team meeting and they had a, a crisis management PR team come in and kind of like coach these guys on what to say. And they still didn't execute. They still didn't do that right. So I don't know. It's bad. It's all bad. The other thing, what was something else? Damn it, there was something else. Correa, I will say that Correa, I liked what Correa had to say the most. One, I liked that he didn't let them throw this all on Carlos Beltran. Because today I saw a headline saying, Carlos Beltran was the co-creator. He spearheaded all of this. And, like, he was such a voice in the in the clubhouse that no one could stand up to him. Which, these aren't children. These are grown men. Like, don't try and pretend like Carlos Beltran came in yeah. and started running things because he's just a legend and no one could stand up to him. And then I did like that, you know, Correa took the opportunity to say we didn't use buzzers. Absolutely not. 2018, 2019, we were clean. Now, we don't know if that's true, but he put his face and name to it. And if something comes out later on that they had buzzers, then he's going to look really stupid. I just think he didn't get – he wasn't in the buzzer club. The buzzer club was like Altuve, Bregman, Springer, maybe one other guy. Well, there's those Reddit Reddit comments Mm -hmm. that – I know the guy that they're supposedly from. I'm not going to break any news. I've never in this thing broken anything. I just confirm or try to dig up what's already broken. But on that Reddit thread, he's like, during the World Series, like, I had a dream that after the World Series, there's a big media backlash about the Astros for cheating because they have a group of tech guys that give their players the signs via buzzers. It's like, hey, every part of that fucking dream has come true, guys. (laughs) What a dream to have and actually write about it. Every part has come true besides the buzzers. When you have dreams, Jimmy, do you wake up and write them down, or do you completely forget them? Because most of my dreams I completely and, forget. And he, <laughs> he ended it with, like, ha-ha, but it was just a dream, like in the post. So, oh, and the, my point was part of his second post, his follow-up, was, like, only trusted players get the buzzers. Yeah. So if Correa, like, this is a big if, if Correa did fall on the sword, there was, like, absolutely fucking not – we didn't have buzzers, and he's doing that because he wasn't part of the trusted club. And now yeah. Altuve and Bregman are sitting there like, oh, shit, Carlos, oh, shit. They're <laughs> sweating because they know. Um, we're still waiting to figure out why the whole uh, don't rip my shirt thing was a thing. Why'd you run into the clubhouse after you hit possibly the biggest home run of your career to send the Astros back to the World Series? You were super guarded coming around third, heading home. You weren't really, like, joyful. Uh, that's still suspicious to all of us, and we still haven't got to the bottom of that. Matt Vaskurgeon on MLB Network today on Hot Stove, he said, just tell me you had to go to the bathroom. I'll take that as an answer. Say, I hey, I shit my pants, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I was swinging at that pitch no matter what because I had to shit, and I only had one pitch left in the at-bat, uh. and that's what happened. Like, let's just say that. We're all good. I was sitting 2-1 on Chapman <laughs> knowing I had a turd. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was coming whether I swung or I didn't swing, so I just swung as hard as I could. I mean, whatever. Uh, uh, the other news that came out that Yankee-centric is that D-Rob came out and was like, mm-hmm. like, hey, like I'm rethinking 2017 ALCS now. I got lit up in game four, some pitches that I thought they should have taken, some pitches that I thought uh, they shouldn't have been swinging at, stuff like that. He said he pitched the best. He said he felt he like was pitching at his best, throwing some of the, his best stuff, and it was curious that guys were laying off pitches. And Yeah, I didn't go back and watch. Um, but it's just sad because David Robertson's like, how many chances do we get? Am I going to get to go back to the ALC, L, L, an LCS? 
in Philly? Maybe. Uh, Maybe. He's got to get healthy first. But, you know, it's uh, it's just – that made me sad because, like, when you really think about that 2017 Yankees team, there's a lot of magic going on. Every yeah. game at Minute Maid Park was close, and every game at Yankee Stadium they won by a couple – well, that one game where they came back in the eighth inning was close. But still, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I lived it, man. Uh, I, was, I went to one of the games in the Bronx, and then I had, like, my little spot in my apartment that I watched the rest of the games, and I was very superstitious about that. And it's, it's tough now looking back because that was the, the magic carpet ride. That was yeah. the thumbs up. Uh, thumbs down year rather and um, everything was coming together and everyone thought we, we were going to go to the World Series. I remember, you know, talks about Yankees, I was, I Dodgers. The guy who basically uh, convinced me to do this full time yeah. was going to fund me to go to L.A. to cover and the, the World Series. And the Astros stole that from you. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, but how do I make gifts from L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> Can I bring my MacBook yeah. in the stadium? All right, let's go to some voicemails. That's all. That's all like the Yankee stuff going. On. Any other yeah. news from spring? Paxton's rocking a weird mustache. Garrett Cole's press conference today, but we were working, so we didn't really get to watch all of it. No, but they were saying like he really is like meticulous. Like they asked him like, "Hey, what was your conversation with Boone like?" And he went through like, hey, well, "We talked about this, and we talked about this, and when I want to miss a spot, how I, how we go about doing that." And it's like miss. That's a spot, great. Dude. Uh, I love Garrett Cole already just by the way he answers the questions about pitching. He is obviously athletically gifted, but mentally he's also the guy. So He's a nerd. I loved what I saw pitching from him. Pitching nerd, yeah. Uh, I saw that he, he said that he's getting to know Tommy Canely because of how much he hears Tommy Canely. So I guess, you know, like Tommy Canely <laughs> talks loud. so much. He's like, yeah, I'm getting to know Tommy because he doesn't and, shut up. And, and he put respect on Tanaka's name right away. Which you gotta Tanaka do that son. if you want my love. He was like, "Oh, how could I not want to learn from a guy like Tanaka? Masahiro. He's been a professional for years, and it's like, damn right, Cole. Of course, you dude. Better. Much respect to Masahiro. One nine. All right, let's go to voicemails. This is Ben in Oklahoma, and we did not screen these at all, guys, because my brother was working and we had to set up and we changed a bunch of passwords. So whatever, just deal with it. Here we go. Hopefully, they're all good. Hey, it's Ben from Oklahoma. Last week I had a call about the guys who were going to be the, in the best shape of their life, and wow, were my predictions bad. Paxton, broken back surgery, who knows, uh, and Hap, old. Oh, I don't know why I said that. So my next question is, who are the guys that are going to come in and actually be in the best shape of their life? Like out of nowhere, who's going to come in looking like they hit the curls three times a day? Last year it was Hicks. He came in yoked. This year, who's it going to be? I don't know. You tell me. All right. I'm, I, here's, here's where I'm at. I don't mean to jump on Ben from Oklahoma. I'm over the best shape of your life meme. I think it's jumped the shark. I think everyone's doing it at every second now. Yeah. And people are very self-aware when they do it, so it's not fun anymore. Yeah. So I'm over it. But Mike Ford did a lot of yoga and lost 20 pounds, so he's my answer. And he did that yoga down in Manahawkin. Both of us are shore area people. Did he? Yeah, he nice. went to. Uh, I tried to look it up real quick, but it didn't come up. He went to somewhere in Manhawken. Obviously, he's a Jersey guy, and um, that article came out that I think he was at. I don't know. Was it Mind Body? I, I would love to give them a shout out. Um, yeah, because Mike Ford was there. But, well, let's uh, wait and see if he's healthy and good. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you a there, shout out if he if, if he's, he's limber good. and he he stays injury free. Mike Ford was down in Pulls the Jersey Shore area. the first ground out, no shout out. <laughs> it's like, nope, don't go there. Yeah. All right, next voicemail. John Boy and Jake, this is Michael Kaplan from Alexandria, Virginia, originally from 
beautiful, balmy Rochester, New York. Been listening to you for a year. Congrats on all the great success. All right, quick two questions. First one, Major League Baseball season coming up. What do you think are a few simple things they can do to better promote the brand and the players? I'm thinking of particularly Aaron Judge, Mookie Betts, Mike Trout. Second question, very serious. It's for John Boy. Is Jake a better dancer before or after he starts drinking? All right, I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for all the great stuff, guys. See ya. Nova. Yeah, thank you, uh, Michael from Virginia. Oklahoma, then Virginia. How about that? First question, what can they do to better market their stars? Was that it? Yeah, yeah for MLB to better market guys like Judge. Um, I think, Betts, I, I think you know. they just have to let the guys who want to be marketed market themselves or help them along. Like Javi Baez wants to be like a silly, funny dude, so go let him. Uh, I mean, Bauer is taken into his own hands. I was talking with Ploof, like, we need someone that has a different opinion than Bauer to be as loud as him. Yeah. Because right now it feels like when he talks, he talks for all of the players, and Truth's like, Ploof's like, he doesn't. Um, Glaber's doing real a lot of work and his agency he's is popping doing up a lot of work to make Saw him, him at the nets game he's going to nets game court he's side court side yes is putting him on the screen saying labor tours like Love he's it. appearing places in the city doing a lot of work to make him uh like a star yeah i think it's just just dude honestly it's as simple as commercials i think like judge pepsi uh get big products and I even, have, like, it isn't even, like, linear television. Here, here's some inside game. Um, I interviewed at NFL. I interviewed at MLB, both for the same type of position. It was, uh, like, a player social media coordinator because both of the leagues have things in position to help the players do better social media. So it isn't even, like, a television commercial. They can just make ads for Instagram, Twitter, but make them cool and show their personalities, right? So It has to be personality, Bill. Yeah, like, it's just, like, like, if these guys are into something quirky or something cool – Get him on Saturday Night Live. Remember when Jeter and Coney and, and Wells all went on Saturday Night Live? Like, the, even though Saturday Night Live is kind of dead. It's going to take a special so kind you, of guy to pull to it off. You need to put them on, like, the new age media. It's not Saturday Night Live anymore. It's, like, vlogs We're or thinking television. These younger Send kids. Send them to Bronx and John Boy Media headquarters. There it is. That's the best, that's the best idea. When oh. these guys come to play the New York Yankees or, or, the Mets. or the Mets, send them to John Boy Media. We'll create some content with them. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be dope. And there's a ton of other places like us, or there's not that many actually in baseball, but, you know, do that and let yeah. them show. Their... Let the young content creators brainstorm and come up with the ideas for what would be cool to do with these individual players that want to do it. I hear that a lot, too. They're like, some of these guys like Mike Trout don't want to be. Well, he's not the only player. You know how many baseball players there are? More baseball players across our league than there are basketball players in NFL. 25 players. Like... times 30 is... I'm not good at math. Like yeah, it's that. not a math pod. Never been. So. I'm, I, uh, I couldn't, couldn't give you that one. 30 no. times 25. No. Okay, well, 25 times like 600. 10. 25 <laughs> times 10 is, is 2,500. Six. And then that's 500, 7,500. Final answer. 6,000. Is that right, Katie? No? Calculators. That's no? why we have them. 25 times 30? 30 times 25. 750? I said, I 7, said 600 000. first, and then I, you kicked it up to 7,000. I said 6,000. I, I got my decimals <laughs> fucked up. Not a math. So I was closer with the first 600, I said. I but either way, a that's a lot of players. And, you know, these guys, some of these guys don't know how to do their own social media. They're trying to help and them. And they're too busy. Yeah, they play but the, but every the, day. But when you hire, like, a social media, like, to, like, tweet for you, don't do that. No, Either and that's don't the thing. tweet or tweet it, yourself it, or don't like, post on Instagram or post yourself. 
when you hire these companies to post your tweets for you, you're not you. Feed you're them the content and create the content with them. Send them the ideas. Like, like here's an idea that I caught when I, you know, I was in the uh, corporate world. Like, we want to get these guys workout videos. Like, we saw Glaber's workout videos. That's cool content. We want to see that these baseball players work out too. People yeah. think they just roll out of bed and hit 300. No, these guys are working out. Show yeah. us that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the second part of the question was, is Jake a better dancer before or after he starts drinking? Uh, Jake doesn't need to be drunk to dance. So, I mean, maybe he might be slightly more aggressive while drunk. Uh, I think that's when the pants ripping comes into play a lot. But he can he can get going sober just as well. We will find out soon. Billy's dance floor. I'm sure Jake rocks he's sober or drunk or in between. He's a he's a trained dancer. He took a ballet class in college. What can he do? Dance model, podcast host. He's five toilet five Nostradamus. He can't ride a bike that well. You would uh, know. That's about it. <laughs> Next. Hey guys, this is Tim in Florida. Hey, you guys referenced the juice ball last year and all, you know, that oh, it affected this guy. Are they eliminating the juice ball, or are we just kind of guessing on that? Because I know MLB never really admitted that the ball was juiced. Um, and if they are eliminating it, who on the Yankees do you think it affects the most positively and the most negatively? Po- positively would, would be Hap. And the playoff balls were definitely – the regular balls and not the juiced balls. Less juiced. And we talked with, I wish I knew her name. We just talked about this either the last episode on here or with MLB or was on one of the mini episodes that we recorded, but there's a woman who's a data scientist and is studying the balls. I got to find her name. Her name is Beth something. The thing about the juice balls is we've moved so far from the juice balls that like it's so much Astros and cheating and technology and sign stealing now that no one's even talking about the juice balls. But uh, everyone said Guardy benefited. You know, his power numbers went up. Um, they say if they're not juiced, Hap will be better. Fly ball pitcher. Um, I don't know. I, I think it's just peculiar that. MLB owns Rawlings or did a deal to acquire Rawlings. And, uh, you know, they say that the balls weren't juiced, but they own the company that makes the balls. And then there are players, pitchers that came out and said, hey, these balls are different. And it's funny now because Justin Verlander was a big guy talking about the juice balls all year. And uh, when it turns on him and his team that they were cheating, that they actually were doing something to affect the game in a terrible way. He didn't have much to say today. He was uh, pretty quiet on that. He um, was was ducking a little bit. I think the balls are going to be D not juiced. Um, D, D not juiced? I'm trying to remember not juiced. They're going to be back to normal. But okay. I'm trying to remember my conversation with this woman who did a lot of research. It's her job. She's a scientist at the winter meeting. She she gave me a, a ball from 2018 yeah. and 2019 and told me to feel the difference. And it was crazy. Yeah. Laces were smaller, slippery, everything that they say. And, and, and she said that it, it's – she's like, it's not on purpose because, oh, dude, she was crazy detailed. I wanted to have her on the show. It just never worked out. She wants to come on. We made her, Like, each ball has a, a data point inside of it so you can figure out when it was made. Okay. But they didn't, like – they don't know that. It's not, a, it's not like a stamp. It's just a way that they're made. You can tell, oh, this one's got a date. It's like rings on, uh, rings on a tree. It's so like the born on date that used to be on yeah, like Coors Light. And, and you can tell and she she her summarization and I might be doing this probably was that it was just negligence. And MLB doesn't want to admit that it's just negligence, so they're just like covering it up 
instead of saying we don't know what happened. We should have been more on. Changed. We should have been more on top of it. They don't say that, so they keep saying it's not the balls. It's the you know the new swing and and this and stuff like that, or it's half Launch the balls angle. and new swings. She's like, no, it's the balls. They're way different. Chicks dig the long ball. She thinks they're going to be back to normal, I, I believe, at least at winter meetings. That's what I recall. I, think, um, I mean, it was like a – it was an error, but it was like a good error. Like, MLB's like, we didn't mean to do this, but we don't hate it. I know. I wanted to go back, though, because some of the home runs, the oppo <laughs> shots that were just sliced down the line, they were, like, ridiculous. And how deflating was it watching the postseason when some of those balls hit the warning track or landed and were like, uh, that, that was a bomb in the Like, that should have went out. Yeah. Uh, the other the other question on here was, who do you think it affects most positively? I think if we're talking about pitchers, Hap. He got yeah. fucked the most by the fly ball. So I think Hap would love if they're not juiced and it's just regular old baseballs. Uh, who it affects most negatively? What if it's Glaber? They're predicting him to have, like, 40 home runs down Yeah, because he, he led the team with 38. They're thinking that's his average that 40 is going to be. Yeah, maybe that 38 was really 30, and now he hits like 33 to 35. Maybe and people are like, even hit 30. It's a step down, you know. Um, or maybe, like, I was going to say Gardner. He popped 20. Uh, he got affected positively, but we don't need – Gardner doesn't need that for his game. I'm so. looking for vintage Guardy this year. Give me a slap single, you know. Or, Give me, or, or Geo. I mean, what if, like, all of his fly Gio balls could turn come to back outs. down to earth this year. Yeah. Talkman had a hell of a month of May last year. Maybe that was due to juice balls. Who knows? We'll, we'll find out soon. Yeah. All right, here's the next voicemail. Hey, what's up, Jimmy and Jake? It's uh, JP. Just calling in with a question I got for you guys regarding the Yankees. Wanted to know if you had to, if you're going to have a beer with a Yankee, you're going to have a beer who would sit in silence with a Yankee, who would it be? And if you were going to have a beer and sit and chat it up with a Yankee, who would you pick? I don't know. I feel like the silent gardener would be a good quiet beer, and then I don't know who I'd talk with. But all right, let me know. Have a good one. Thanks, guys. Congrats on the new space. All right, so we're getting a silent beer with someone. Is silent that... beer, and then a, a full-out discussion with another Yankee. Uh, Chad Green's too easy of an answer for a silent beer. And that's what everyone's picturing, or, like no, the awkward DJ. Chad. It's DJ. I wouldn't want DJ to talk to me. No, you just chill with DJ. I'd be like, wait, hold up. Cheers. We, we so... built up this whole personality that you're this like quiet guy. <laughs> You, and imagine you get a beer with DJ, talks your ear off like a schoolgirl, and you're like, hold up. Ruins dude. it for you. This ain't you. Like, no, this is the machine? No, other machine. So, DJ. I'd almost, yeah, it would, I'd prefer to not talk. And not because I don't like him, but I just want to be like him. I think I would, if I'm sitting with a, a Yankee that, you know, we're not talking, I, I think I'd want there to be at least like a language barrier. Oh, that makes more sense. So, like, you can't talk. Like, yeah, like maybe Tanaka, maybe Gary. Uh, maybe Chapman, but I feel like, you know, what we see from, like, Chapman and Gary, like, those guys can, they can hold a conversation. Um, let me think of who else. Tanaka's a great answer, but I think I'm I'm talking his ear off, and he's not going to like it. <laughs> so who would it be to, to chat with? Who would you want to have a full-on beer? How long does it take to drink one beer? 30 minutes? 20 minutes? Does Boone count or Judge? Um, They're Yankees. I, I mean, like, if I could get honest answers from him, like we were just buds, I think it's Judge. I think yeah. I have the most curious, because he's so relaxed, but I hear that he's such a big shit talker in real life. Yeah. I'd love to, like, shoot the shit with him. Like, Canely's a no for me, because it might be too loud. Might be too much. I'm too old and boring to, to have a, a loud talk with Canely. Yeah. 
I would need Guardy, man. Guardy's my guy. I would love to just ask him questions. He's the longest tenured Yankee. I would love to ask him questions about older Yankees and how he feels about some of these younger Yankees and his tenure as a Yankee, his legacy as a, as a Yankee. I could get all that in in 20 minutes. Okay. I mean, Gary's good, too. Gary's but, good for either one. Yeah. I would just have to get my I'd like Espanol up I before. I would. It would be like a Spanglish conversation. I have my final answer. I'd like Gary and Tanaka to have a beer together and me to be the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> I just pop in and out that and works. like eavesdrop from the corner while I'm just like rubbing the same spot for 30 minutes. I would straight. love to hear their conversations. Yeah, everyone says that they both like can speak fine. Like, People they, talk about Sevi and Tanaka, and it's like they, these guys definitely talk and have even if they don't speak the same same language, they have communication on a daily basis with each other. All right, what's up? Oh, uh, now we're going to Nebraska. Look out. Can <laughs> you turn it up, Katie? Um, yeah, so got a serious case of DTs right now. I really need some 2020 Yanks baseball. Um, sucks. I missed it. Thank God TPPs are coming up. Um, yeah. But, hey question it's not really a question it's more of a jake you're right i'm on the jake train i'm on the i'm on the tyler wade train it's got to be his year third time's charm right third fourth i don't know <laughs> but it's got to be his year maybe you know so what if he warms the bench it's fine it's his breakout year it's gonna happen t wade Jakey, you're going to be singing a lot of T-Wade Homer songs. I can feel it. Hey, thanks, guys. Hope I get out of this funk. I love you. Get out, get out of the funk, Bubak. <laughs> Bubak, we got your artwork hanging right through the doorway as oh, soon yeah. as you walk in. Handyman. If that, that puts a smile on your face, I hope it does. Uh, everyone text Bubak every day uh, to get out of his funk until it works. We're almost there. We're almost there. Uh, Tyler Wade, he may or may not be sitting down with us in spring training to come on the show. And where are you on the Tyler Wade parade? I like Tyler Wade, T. Wade, Wade County. I don't know, though. Do you think he makes the 26-man roster? Yeah, I do. I think he's a lot. He's the last guy on that because like, he, can, he can do so many he things. He can do so many I things. Think if there, and if there's ever been a year, the year that it expands one, that one spot – is for Tyler Wade. It's made for him. And I would love to see it happen for him. I feel like now he's he's grown up a little bit. Um, last year we saw him uh, hit that home run. I showed you the video. He hit that home run against the Blue Jays, and I was in 203, and I literally was like, yo, Tyler Wade is hitting bombs in the regulars? I'm like, okay, I can get into this. I got a Tyler Wade home run ball at last spring training. Perfect. Your energy, his energy connected yeah. going into this season. That's when I wanted to sign it and give it back to him. But we I wanted to I wanted to like call his name out and throw it to him and be like, I signed that for you. And he'd be like, <laughs> you're like what? John Boy? <laughs> the John Boy. Uh I'm still hyped up for Wade. Not I think he can do it this year. Um there's a lot that's gonna be going on with, you know, Anduar and where's where's Stanton gonna be and Talkman and you know, this guy being versatile, the roster expanding one. If there's ever been a year to bet on T-Wade to come through, it's this year. And I don't like the way last year went, right, with 
him thinking he was the guy, and then Cashman went out and got Talkman, and then he talked to the media, and you could tell he was openly disappointed. He was pissed. I don't want to see a rerun of that this year. He's the 26th man. I mean, he's going to have a good spring. Actually, you know what? Would we be more confident if he has a bad spring? And we're like, well, we've never tried this theory before. No, a bad man. spring leads to a good season. He's been around. Uh, the Yankees did a video of him doing some workout stuff. So, that, you know, that rolling out, I'm like, okay, the Yankees got confidence in him. They're shooting with him. Uh, fan favorite, ladies love him. T-Wade, do your thing, bro. Have a good spring. Make sure that you're on that that roster. I would love you to, to even make the – I would love you. That came – I love you, I man. Love you. I would love you to make the roster at the 25th spot, not be the last guy. Ford might be the 26th guy then. It kind of does – Worked out like that in my mind. Yeah. Um, Tyler Wade Parade needs to be a T-shirt, but we need him to be good. So, like, I think I might mock it up, and it just might be, like, I don't know, uh, 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 me and Jake holding a banner, like the front of the parade that says streamers. Tyler Wade Parade and, like, streamers. Instruments. <laughs> and I'll just make it. I'll text my our designer now, and then we just have to wait for him to, like, get his first RBI, and we're like, it's here! So that's it. That's <laughs> all it takes. Yeah. One, one, yeah. one RBI. Yeah. T-shirts are on sale. Shop johnboymedia.com. There you go. Next voicemail. Hi, I'd like to know what you guys think about the MLB changing the rules, um, and what can Major League Baseball do to increase revenue without changing the game or the postseason? Thanks. Okay. I did talk in baseball with Ploof yesterday, and I talked about this for an hour with Ploof, who's the next player. So if you're interested in, like, my full, drawn-out thoughts, uh, go check out that podcast. I'll give Keith the floor for what what do you think about the proposed change. And for anyone that doesn't know, the proposal is to expand the playoffs by two more teams. So seven teams make it, uh, 14 teams total, and the top – the top seed gets a bye, then the the next six. Did he ask about the playoffs or the rules change? I think he means changing the rules and what major. Because uh, okay. they did just the, they just came out with the like the. But the, we knew that one. The cha- the rule changes for twenty twenty, and they came out with the new playoff format. But that, the rule changes for twenty twenty are the the the, the three pit, three batter minimum. Three batter minimum. Except the, if you make the last out. Replay the one thing that I didn't understand or didn't. So I guess I'll speak on it. Uh, they're they're taking the 30 seconds from um, a challenge or, or a replay and cutting it down to 20, like that's going to speed up the game. Like taking 10 seconds off of getting the call right, reviewing the call, or like that's cut, getting cut down from 30 seconds to 20. No, just give these guys the time they need to get the call right. If we want to speed up the game, let's not speed up the game by taking away. Don't seconds. even speed up the game. Shut up about speeding it up the game. It doesn't matter, right? But see, the, exactly. Cutting two minutes off the so, final broadcast ain't going to bring in so they're any doing, new fans. They're trying to do everything to speed up the game. And Manfred and company's bright idea was to take 10 seconds off the, re- the review time. From 30 seconds to review a play to 20 seconds. That's going to speed up the game. No, that's just stupid. Because now these guys are going to go in rushed. Okay, all I got, I got 10 seconds and another 10 seconds to look at this play. Uh, if he was safe or not, no, they need to look at angles. They need to look at different different camera views, and they need to get it right. So that was a little peculiar peculiar in the rule changes. I'm like, why are they giving the like umps less time to get the call right to speed up the game? It's counterproductive. Well, it's to, to throw the challenge. Oh, okay. Not for the umps. So it's to the, it's the t- um, thought I thought it was the I thought it was the time that they have to review the video. I'm no, like, I, why would they do that? I don't know. I didn't read it, but I'm guessing it's, it's how the long time the coach they have to, has react. to throw it. Okay. 
But that doesn't really speed up the game either. Okay, you only have no, 20 seconds, seconds versus 10, 10 seconds. 10 seconds on something that happens maybe twice. 10 seconds in a baseball game? 20, in, you just you in just a three hour 20 game? seconds of the game. Congrats. It's stupid. They're they're just focusing on the wrong things. What do you what do you think about the new playoff format? The I think it's for television, and I get it. The television rights I think are up after the 2021 season, and they're trying to entice the next network or whoever to say, hey, like you know, we're gonna have this playoff show where you know the top teams are gonna get to pick. I just think, and I tweeted something the other day, like, yo, win the World Series before they start changing shit, because like right now there's. There's a third of the league in the postseason. They're going to change this, and it's going to be about half the league entering the postseason. And we've seen wild card teams in the last few years get hot and win it all from the Giants to the Royals to the Nationals this past year. Yeah. And if you're a fan of a team like the Yankees, like we are, we're expecting to be the favorites and win the East and not be sneaking in with a wild card. We don't want to get upset by a random wild card team that that we select on Selection Sunday or, like, whatever it's supposed to be. I hate the selection part. It's bulletin board material for whoever you select. Yeah. Like, oh, they picked us, they wanted yeah. us. Yeah, we're going to – I'd that. be too much of a pussy to pick someone because then they're going to be, like, coming for me. Right. It's like, I don't know. It's like, like I would pick the Plouf- best team. Pick the best team, of, like, available. Don't pick the worst guys. What, what Ploof and I did is we ran a simulation, uh, the Pakoda rankings where they have everyone finishing at the end of this year. Yeah. And we went through it and – they're like, all right, who's who would the Mets pick? Because the Pakoda has the Mets finishing second, okay, which means they get first pick, and their options were like the Braves, Cardinals, and someone else. And I was laughing. I was like, there's no way the Mets would pick the Braves because if they call out the Braves and then lose to the Braves, everyone would be like, LOL, Mets. These are the ah, Mets. So Mets. <laughs> right. These are the Mets. They're never even going to get into that position to be picking. They're always going to be there. If anything, they might sneak in and get picked. I don't know. I just think MLB is. Again, trying to change things and trying to do things. And, you know, some people say, oh, you know, uh, you know, things have changed in baseball over the years. But, like, the playoff format right now as it is is fine. It's entertaining to the baseball fans. I think you said something about, like, uh, they're trying to get the – it's like the girl that you love that is so attracted to some guy that hates her or something, trying yeah. to get him. Like, yeah. that's what MLB consistently does. She's putting does. all her energy to get that dude who has no interest in her. That's to, what like, they do. Like, and we're like, we'll take you out every night. And we're, we're like, in. Mm, we understand that you guys are there, but we want the other crowd. We want the other fans, and who cares? We don't like the casual fans aren't going to all of a sudden love baseball because there's a, a a show, a reality TV show where the teams get to pick who they face. Like, what does that do? Next voicemail. Hey boys, how you doing, Jimmy and Jake? P. Bish. Uh, I had an idea for you guys. How about a possible? 326 opening day Falcon Yanks event down at Camden. Pretty quick train ride. Uh, I know me and at least two or three others are going down. Day off of work. We repping uh, my new Garrett Cole jersey. Um, excited for the 321 party. Definitely going to go to that at Billy's. But uh, let me know what you think about an event for uh, opening day. Go to Pickles. Right. Keep up, boys. Book it. March, uh, March 26. You want to have a party at Pickles? The 321 party <laughs> has changed to 314. And can I officially announce that? I think we can. Think so? Okay. Because Pat spilled the beans. It's Patreon only. Pat, come on now. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Okay. Well, anyway, some some. Well, we'll take a quick break before we answer that question to do some groundskeeping here. If you're going to Tampa in the next week or so, 
On the 19th, we're doing a live show at a bar. Tickets are on sale from our on our website, shop.talkingjanks.com. I think we have Brian Hoke sitting down with us. We may have some other people sitting down with us working on some other guests and stuff like that. Should be a great time. Your ticket gets you a beer, so you're just one beer and you're in. Come listen to us talk, and uh, there'll probably be a live Q&A again and all that stuff. Also, if you're down there for the 29th of February, come out to the ballpark, Steinbrenner Field, watch the game with us, eat food with us, drink beers and wine. It's all you can eat, all you can drink. Full game, uh, we'll be talking Yanks event. Keith will be there, Joe's will be there, I'll be there, Jake will be there, um, and the whole crew. So there's two events. Then on March 14th, free of charge, at Billy's, right next to Yankee Stadium, we are having an office little soiree, uh, launch party, excitement party, toast in the office, and then we're all going to walk over to Billy's and celebrate and get excited with whoever wants to walk over and show up. Uh, no ticket, no nothing. If you just want to come, uh, it's a kind of a thank you to you guys for getting us here. What? Billy's. Uh, yeah, we're going to Billy's. The public is invited to party with us at Billy's. The office is small, and that's 2020 just the kickoff. Uh, so that's March 14th. So three dates there for you. Keith, you're going opening day. There's no way I can go down to opening day because I'm going to work it and cover it. How Have you, I do. you've been to Camden Yards, right? Love Camden. Yeah, Yards. I mean it's just a it's a it's a cool park to go to, and uh, it's going to be the first time we get to see Garrett Cole pitch as a Yankee, and the tickets are super cheap compared to what opening day is going to be like a Yankee Stadium. Uh, we're not going to throw an event down there, but hey, I'm down to meet up with people. If you're going to go to Baltimore or you're going to drive down or take the train down. Uh, tweet at me, tweet at Talking Yanks, tweet at John Boy Media, and we'll figure out a spot. Pickles is the spot. It's their biggest bar out there. And uh, the Orioles fans are timid. They know they're not good. They're they're very friendly. So we could take over that whole stadium, and that's the plan. Um, we don't need to throw a, a, a ticketed event. We'll just we'll see you there on March 26th to start the 2020 season. I did opening day at Camden Yards in 2009. Chin Ming, or 2008. I think it was 2009. Chin Ming Wong pitched and got lit up <laughs> not the best experience it was after injury uh, couldn't get the ball down kept it up in the zone i think Teixeira hit a, his first home run or almost hit the warning track and a group of deaf guys sat behind me and they were signing to each other the whole game and i was like so jealous i, was like, I wish i knew how to do that <laughs> that was the thing you were jealous <laughs> but we drove all the way down from connecticut just for opening day so i've already done one opening day in my life at camden so i'm yeah. good yeah, I mean, there's work to do here. I'm sure, like, that's a week before we uh, have opening day in the Bronx. There's going to be a lot of stuff to do. I'm going down just for the day. I'm going down in the morning, and I'm going to come right back when the game is over, and then we'll start getting ready for opening day in the Bronx. All right, next we've got the Todd Father. Hey, Jimmy and Jake, it's the Todd Father. Hey, man, we really need baseball season to start so these voicemail episodes can go back to, like, baseball talk. That'd be great. We've had some uh, really weird scenario questions lately, but with that being said, I'm going to add to it. If the Yankees all went to the beach during spring training together, who's leaving their shirt on all day? Is anyone leaving their shoes on in the same dude? There's always one, isn't there? I picture Dono as being a Speedo guy for some reason, too. Also, if Altuve was there, he'd leave his shirt on. Wouldn't want to embarrass his wife. Screw him and all the trash throws. Hashtag strip the strows. Have fun in Florida, boys. Talk to you soon. Go Yanks. Well done. 
Thank you, Todd Father. Uh, the voicemail episode is always weird. Don't act like during the season it's not nearly as weird. Uh, it's always been weird. The shower one, that's... That, that was one. pretty weird. And the cereal, <laughs> they went on a shower cereal kick for a while, but whatever, it's fun. Um, the Yankees go to the beach. Who is leaving their shirt on? Uh, like, I would have said CeCe, but he said on the podcast, on R2C2, like, nah, he doesn't leave his shirt on. It, you think you want to think it's the guys that aren't as buff or in shape. Like, you know, Giancarlo is out there flexing up. Oh, uh, uh, you know who it is? Mike Ford. I have it as I just always do DJ. But, like, DJ goes with, like, his shoes on and his shirt on and just, like, sits <laughs> in the chair and then leaves when everyone else leaves and doesn't enjoy it. He doesn't touch the water. He's just there because he has to be. It's like when my friends from Chicago would come to Jersey Shore and they just had, like, so scared of waves and stuff. It was so foreign to them. They are like, the, the ocean. It's weird. It's odd to them. It's not yeah. like the Lake Michigan or <laughs> whatever. So I think it's Lake Michigan One of my friends refused to go under the waves, so he was just getting his ass kicked by the whitewash <laughs> every time. I'm like, dude, if you go under, it just goes over your head. He's like, I don't believe you. <laughs> Take some time to learn. Uh, uh, is Tanaka leaving his shoes on? Just kind of like a... Uh, just a foreign thing? Is maybe, that yeah. Shoes on, shirt on for Tanaka. Maybe he just doesn't know the customs and yeah. how it goes, and yeah. someone's got to show him, like, hey, no, we're good to go over here. Right? Don, Leave your stuff. Dono in a Speedo is a lot like Frank from Always Sunny when he's, like, lubed up and comes out of, I don't know if you know this, comes out of the couch, he, like a little bowling ball of a human. I just have the visual of Dono in a Speedo in my head, and I never wanted that in my head, so thanks. Yeah, it's good. It's a good one. Uh, he's, he gets so burnt. He's maybe a, uh maybe uh Mike Harkey leaves his shirt on. I think all the Yankees are like guys that are shirtless guys, man. There's I mean, no they got a shower I, every day. Gary might have been more like self-conscious, but I feel like Gary is slimmed down. He's in shape right now, so I can't picture him being the guy that keeps his shirt on. Um like who I don't know who who do we think is like weird like that? Shirt on, shoes on guy. Maybe um, Chapman cuz he's going to have Gucci shoes and like a, a very expensive yeah, shirt on. Yeah, he's gonna on. wear like, like uh, capri jeans and like <laughs> four thousand like dollar outfit. Like, a, like I was fuck. I was gonna use for like a guinea tea. I was gonna use the term wife beater, and that's like very. That's yeah. what I call those. Used to be, yeah. Yeah. Ten years ago, it used yeah. to be called that. What are they called now? Under, what a undershirts. What a terrible term that that was like. Public like that. Beater. That's just now they're just beaters. Yeah. Now they're just beaters. They took the wife part out. They're just beaters. That's crazy <laughs> that society just called them that. There's a bunch of things like that that have changed over time that we just forget about because people are like, You can't say that. You shouldn't. You that's shouldn't what say I, that's what comes to but mind. But whoever signed off on that to be the name of the guinea tea anyway. I don't even think guinea tea's nice. I think they're just undershirts. But you know no, what I'm talking about they're, like they're called A shirts. I don't know. I think they're, they're called A shirts, like Hanes A shirts. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Nick from Santa Barbara. First of all, I'm now Nick from New York because I got a job in the city. Congrats. And I moved home from college. It's hard to Second do. Second of all, I am proposing that we ban all voicemails and Twitter questions that are in regard to what role are the players playing when they're in X social scenario. <laughs> you don't fucking know by now that Judge is a DJ. That Guardians roll the meat, that DJ's a snake as DJ's a snake in all the games, that Changely and Void are tossing around the football, yeah. and you're not listening. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. No more. <laughs> <laughs> Nick from New York's got a point. People love the barbecue scenario question so much, because it was fun when it happened. That they're like, okay, now let's do it at the beach. Now let's do it at a picnic. That's what they did last Like week, it right? changes. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, the theater of the mind, that's what it is. It's like people hear this and now they can imagine this scenario, but how many different scenarios and personalities are these guys going to have? The thing is, the Yankees are pretty much the Yankees. We don't have new Yankees to talk about. Like, okay, Cole. Garrett Cole, right? That was awesome. Like, when Cole signed, people were like, where's he at the barbecue? And that was a fun addition to the question. Yeah, but I'm like, kind of with Nick. Still, like, you know, what's what, do you want to have a beer with him? How's he at the beach, Garrett Cole? But from what we're getting from the Garrett Cole press conference and everything we've seen so far, that guy is legit. He's A1 worth every penny so far. How long has this been? Oh, I'm just getting a time check. Usually I can see it. 51 okay. minutes. All right, let's do two more. We got uh, Andrew from Hell's Kitchen. Let's see. Hey, guys. Andrew from Hell's Kitchen. So as you guys might know, I hate the Giancarlo Stanton haters. And it's even worse when you realize that, uh, according to SpotTrack, he is being paid uh, $22 million a year against the luxury tax. Yeah, he's being paid more than that in real dollars, but who the fuck cares about the real money? Even in cap sports, you see a lot of players that get paid more in real dollars than their cap hits, but nobody cares. So on top of realizing how good Stanton is, realize that the contract isn't that big a deal. It's $25 million a year for 13 years. That was the original contract. And the Marlins are picking up $3 million a year for right. the next 10 years. So it's like $22 million against the luxury tax, according to SportTrack. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I don't think I am. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't know this breakdown. So what's, what's he getting paid? He's getting paid $26 million? He, didn't he? He became like the $325 million man or something like I think the Marlins five years hey, ago. Hey, did if, that. You're, if you're going to complain about money, I mean, Cole's making the most now. He's making, he's, he's making, making more. fourteen more than like Stanton. thirty-seven a year, almost thirty-six million a year. It's I'm fine with it. Baseball money changes like that every year. So when the Stanton contract got made, it was the largest contract of all time. They compared it to A Rod, and you know, like the caller said, the Mariners are paying some of it. It's not that bad. And this is what I want to say about Marlins. This is what I want. I say. Did I, I get say, them confused too. What did I say? Mariners. Mariners. The M. Ms. Two different corners. Mariners are the guess. M's. Yeah. The Marlins. What I want to say about John Carlo is that, like, the book is still out on him as a Yankee, and the other book that closed on him was that he's a National League MVP. He's a power hitter. He hit almost sixty bombs. Like we can still see that. He's thirty years old. He's in year three. I'm I'm gonna start up hashtag year three G because I have faith in this guy if healthy. To come back and hit, he might lead the team in home runs this year. Why not? Why, like we saw what he can do. He missed the juice ball year, which sucks. Imagine. Oh, I've I've imagined if he played this past year and was fully healthy in the juice ball year, he might have been good for 50, 60 again. Uh, why can't he do that? And steroids are crazy. That juice ball year, we just pop in. Uh, stand to like 50, 60 <laughs> to the steroid numbers. He's a beast. Like if he did it in what, 2017? Tw no, 2016? No, 2017 It was the year that he almost hit 60. Why can't this guy re regain that form? He's 30 years old now. I think he, he realizes that he's in New York. It's his third year in New York. He's comfortable around the team, the players, the guys now. And uh, he's a competitor. I, I think he's going to try and prove himself this year. So, yeah, like he said, I hate the Yankee fans that hate on our players. Like, like the Gary haters are the worst of our fans. But even Giancarlo, it's like, give this guy a shot. Yeah, the, the Stan haters are the money haters, and the Gary haters are <laughs> yeah, really, really, that's what shines through when you see people hating on Gary. We're like, There's usually a common trait. Yeah. 
right. One but more. now they don't have Romine to, to say they should. You know, he, he he's yeah, gone, we'll, so we'll they can't say, say put Romine in. Romine should be starting over. All right, here's the last voicemail. Look out! Guess who's back? <laughs> back again. A double for Rubak. Rubak back. Tell some man. I mean, I mean friends. <laughs> Doing better, fellas. No question, just a statement. I know it's been said before, but after reading that Chappie finds Altuve's walk-off home run a little suspicious, the pieces are all coming together. That's the reason for the Chappie smirk. End of story. I love you guys. 2020 Yanks is almost here. I'm giddy. Go Yanks! Take- Go Yanks! <laughs> Jake's future assistant geeked up. Take back all of your well wishes uh, to Bubak. No need to tweet them. He got over it. He's in good That was quick. Oh, yeah, it was quick. Let's turn around. Uh, Chapman Smirk, he was the only pitcher to not use the multiple sequences right. in Minute Maid Park, um, which to me m- makes me mad at him not, like, understanding with him. Uh the, the rumors were there forever. I, that smirk, it could mean that. It also just could be what we thought it was at the time. Like, I can't believe that fucking it was, just happened. I think it was a combination of the two. One, it was like, hold on. Like, something's fishy about this. Like, no way did that little, like, that's what it looks like now. But at the time, it looked like, wow, like the season ended that way. Like, this is over off of that pitch. No yeah. way. And if the rumors which we all have heard, the rumors were going around MLB, teams knew, like, if you're a pitcher going out there and you've already heard rumors and then it's 2-1 and Altuve sitting, like, you got to be, like, suspicious. And, yeah, of course, Chapman, even today, they asked him um, what he thought about, you know, Jim Crane, and and Chapman was pretty direct with saying, like, nah, like, you know, their World Series is tainted and, like, like their apologies today, like, weren't good enough. Yep, and I think that's going to continue. Like, they asked Boone, like, hey, did you hear that Crane said it didn't impact the World Series? And Boone was like, I'd say that's a bit of stretch. <laughs> no, it directly did. Yeah. Well, because they knew a pitch was coming. That's all. That's the only reason. The, the game is pitching. <sighs> all right. That ends this one. Thank you guys very much. If you want to go look at the YouTube, check it out, because I think we've had three cameras going. Katie was producing and switching the cameras like a real pro. You would never know it was her first time ever. Boss Lady nice. Katie. Uh, and then this should be the future as soon as we're done with the spring training trip and Jake drives cross-country. This should be the everyday, which is incredibly exciting, much different than talking through the computer. So thanks, Keith, for stepping in. No give problem. All, give thanks for ads. having me. I can't wait to listen to this. Uh, <laughs> give them all my ads. It's just my first and last name, at Keith McPherson, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, that's really all you need, Twitter and Instagram. Um, and you're on Pinstripe Strong with Joe's. I was just about to say, I'm also on Pinstripe Strong Podcast with Joe's McFly, Chris McFly, and Talking Nets under the John Boy Media umbrella we're working on. And we're working on just building a dream here. Um, you know, in the Bronx, New York, every day, it's a dream in itself, and we can't wait to just keep rocking and doing what we're doing going into the season. Hashtag Jake Rocks. Jake Rocks. Or Drake, Jake, Jake Trucks. That, that would have been a cooler one. It rhymes with sucks, and he's been trucking now that he's driving. That's why I'm filling in. Hashtag Jake trucks jake driving in uh, like a fully loaded rv is a fun just picture it yeah i was like this is the content i like to see he's driving across countries he's told everyone he's going to spring training 
The spring training RV is huge. Yeah, Jake tweeted out, like, on my way to spring training, and a lot of people have asked me, like, he's really driving already? The two people in this room, Katie and Keith, both asked me, like, and I was yeah. like, no, nah, he's joking. He's going to Salt I Lake. thought something so was how up many, with that. So how many people actually think he's, like, driving the spring training? A couple thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so many. Um, all right. That ends this episode. Thank you guys very much. Check out the daily episodes are still coming. And like we said, we have three events coming up. Two in Tampa, live show on the 19th. Hang out on the 29th at the game. And then a thank you to everyone who helped get us here and get us into an office space and become what we are and are going to help us continue to grow March 14th. Come out uh, to Billy's right by the stadium. It will be a good time. There will be official like post about it and all that. But uh, for now, that's it. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Yanks.